This is Full Coffers with your host, Phil and Tony Bugs from Abundant Harvest Christian Fellowship Ministries. And this week on Full Coffers, The Journey, Part 6. Well, dear, we're married. Yay! <laughs> Four and a half years wow. of heartache, joy, sadness, Growth. frustration. Yep, yep. Culminated in one day. October 9th, 1982. Yep. And that was the night when, I think from the last episode, and I, I have to just repeat this, that when we were finally in our hotel room and everybody was gone, I told you, I said, guess what? And I said, what? <laughs> I don't have to take you home tonight. And that was so cool. And since that time... I have never had to take you to a home that was other than our home. You probably want to take me some places, but we won't say. I'm trying to. I'm trying to let that moment last. Yeah, because, I hear yeah, you. Yeah, there were definitely some times that <laughs> you want to I take me somewhere. <laughs> but 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 anyway. Um, but yeah, we, yeah, we. Um, I didn't have to go home. You didn't. And we started building our home. That's exactly right. As a right. married couple. And just to kind of give you a little bit of the honeymoon, and again, this is a family show, but um, we... Obviously, kids did come <laughs> eventually. Yeah, but we stayed at um, the, the Renaissance Center uh, in Detroit, Michigan. Right. And we... Um, I asked for uh, the bridal suite, but I think we just got a regular hotel room. But you <laughs> we know, didn't know the difference. <laughs> for an eighteen and a twenty-one year old, we were living the life. But true. I can remember it was pretty high up, and we had a good view. And um, the next day, when we woke up, which is Sunday, we went down to the a restaurant. Probably no one knows the name of this restaurant that's anywhere past probably Ohio, but it was called Elias Brothers Big Boy. That's exactly right. Yep. And we had breakfast there and we were just like a married couple. I mean, (laughs) we were having our breakfast and just kind of, even though we knew each other for four and a half years, this was a totally different uh, getting to know you. Agreed. As a married person. Agreed. Yep. And so we kind of walked around because the Renaissance Center was was huge. So kind of walked around, and I was getting a little sleepy. So I went back to the hotel room, and um, as Philip does, he went exploring. That's what I do. <laughs> I am a very inquisitive type of person and had never been in the Renaissance uh, before. Uh, it was new. We got married in 82, and I think it opened up in 77 or something. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, but to the point, never had... Uh, means or anything to explore such a phenomenal structure in downtown Detroit. So, um, Tuck, my new wife. Um, <laughs> I was taking a her. nap. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that I was going to go exploring and um, uh, toured the um, different parts of the Renaissance Center. And I found a small place that had tarts, um, uh, cookies. <laughs> they really look good. And um, I, I I got some tarts for us and um, and I think some danishes, I think something. Of course, the room had their own little complimentary stuff, but I brought Tony back a couple of tarts that I had gotten from downstairs, and that was really cool. It was nice. Just coming it back to nice. the room. And we were just figuring out, okay, what we're going to do. So we 
decided we wanted to go to dinner, and we was we headed uh, to um, Red Lobster. Red Lobster. But before we did, we went by the bank. For those who are from Detroit, Manufacturers Bank, <laughs> and we made a deposit of our five hundred dollars in yes, wedding we gift, and so we put that in, and we went to Red Lobster. We had dinner, came back to the hotel, and uh, we rented a movie. I think it was Rocky Three with Clover Lane. <laughs> <laughs> I drank a bottle of wine and I was passed out. <laughs> the highlight of that movie I remember was when the announcer asked, "What's your prediction for this fight?" And Mr. T says, "Pain." <laughs> so as you can see, we were really eighteen and twenty-one year olds yeah. because we were just. To me, I look at it. We were just kind of just two innocent kids, just we playing grown up for a while. But Monday morning came around and uh, we. Got into your 73 Montego. That's right. And we drove we, to your mother's house to pick up our gifts. And we went back to our little place that we had started making our little uh, honeymoon kind of thing. Gotcha. And we brought in all the, the presents and we just laid them out on the floor. On the floor. And it was, we it just, was like Christmas. It really was. In October, yeah. Yeah. And we went, uh, each one, we opened them up, and we looked at, ooh, and odd, <laughs> you know, and, all the nice things that we got, uh, th- and honestly, things that, some of them I still have to this day, uh, right. almost 40 years later. That's right. Uh, casserole dishes and all that stuff. That's right. And we had a lot of gift certificates. And so we went to a store in Detroit, pretty popular, called Hudson's. Right. We went to, was it Northland? It was at it Northland. It was at Northland. Yeah. That's right. And yep. we went there, and we were able to pick up um, a pot and pan set yep. and um, some dishes and things like that. Now, dishes for a hot second because as... I started to learn more and more about not Tony, my girlfriend, but now Tony, my wife. My wife has a a rich or a deep um, knowledge of things, um, movies that she learned, etiquettes of, of dishes and stuff like that. And she talked about getting these plates, which is our dinnerware, and she called them stoneware. Exactly. And I said, what is stoneware? You know, oh, obviously. let me educate you. And she did. <laughs> so we, we got that. And I know we're probably spending a little more time on the, the more intricacies of what happened. But, again, you have to understand, four and a half years of, you know, and I can't say we had it hard. We were just kids, but just the anticipation of this time. Everything that we did, especially the the honeymoon weekend, was so special because it was the first time of a lot of different things. It was the first of lots of different things. Definitely. And going out and picking dishes and potware and all this other stuff, it was the first time we did something like this together as a married couple. Agreed. But anyway, we went and got all of that, and then we went to the grocery store, and we bought dinner, and I was going to make our first dinner as a married couple. And you notice she's starting to give it away because (laughs) her statement was she was going to make. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I was going to make my famous uh, spaghetti, and uh, we were going to, you know, just have our first dinner. And so, you know, we got the groceries, we got them all put away, and Philip went in the back room or something, and I had the pot on for the water for the spaghetti and, you know, getting ready to take the ground beef out and fry that up. And um, our kitchen was very bright. We had um, lots of good lighting in there. Right. And, the, and the cabinets were yeah, white. Yeah, we painted it white. Right. So there was yep. a really just a bright kitchen. It was really nice. Here and I comes. happened to turn around <laughs> and look at something on the stove, and I saw this little black thing dart across the floor. Now, mind you, I am a mouse expert. 
<laughs> so it didn't take me long to figure out this was a mouse. <laughs> and from that point on, I jumped out of the kitchen, got on top of the table, and I screamed for my husband. <laughs> and at that point, dinner was off. <laughs> Hence, you start learning about your girlfriend. It's so cute. It's now your wife, and you're recognizing what her biggest fear in life. Hands down, Tony, as she will say, I'll fight a man. I'll fight a man in a minute. <laughs> you put but a mouse in front it's of me. Kryptonite. <laughs> so, needless to say, um, me, the husband, had to kick in my my protective. <laughs> the hunter. <laughs> the hunter. <laughs> I knew a little bit about mice. I mean, in our house, we didn't have any, but in Tony's <clears throat> house, and it's not any indicate, it's not a reflection of their cleanliness, because believe no, me, they were very, door. very clean. But the houses in Detroit are very old, and, and um, there are there is mice and rodent problems from time to time. And so, that being said, Tony was familiar with them, even though she's scared to death, And but I had not had much experience, but... I take I, I learn lessons really quickly. One thing's I knew that they like crawling up your leg and mm-hmm. stuff like that because yep, yep. I'd already lost a loaf of bread. <laughs> I'm thinking putting it on top of the refrigerator was safe. Oh no, they climb. So I'm thinking I got to get this mouse. And so I don't know if I went out and got some no, rat poison or no, what we, we had. It. We did the old fashioned yeah, way. That's what it was. Yeah. First of all, he suited up. Explain <laughs> how you suited up, honey. <laughs> well, I already gave you some of it away. <clears throat> I had my pants tucked <laughs> in my socks. White tube <laughs> socks. <laughs> Get a mental of that. Pants, I'm, I'm suited up. I've got my, I think at that time I had my Western Michigan uh, sweatshirt on, but I had it over my head so it wouldn't get it. <laughs> I obviously overcompensated everything here. And then I said, okay, I got to seal this mouse off. So I put boxes to seal up the kitchen door. Mm-hmm. And I knew the other side was going out to the outside um, um, place. But but to the point, I sealed the kitchen off. Tony is still on the table. Yep, ain't in, in, in the dining room. She ain't going nowhere. So I have to find this mouse. And so eventually, um, I also got a broom. <laughs> now, here's the nice part. Uh, Rambo 1. I hadn't even <laughs> seen that yet. <laughs> But I took a broom and I put one of our steak knives and I took duct tape. Taped it up. I taped it around the <laughs> Hunting for this mice. Mouse. <laughs> mouse. I didn't know if it was one or more, but this mouse. And um, I couldn't find it. Um, but what I did find was a little crack in the corner. Um, back behind where the cabinets were, and so what we what what I did was I shoved steel wool, yeah, old fashioned roll yep, pad. After Duncan get in some type of uh, cleaning fluid or something, <laughs> <laughs> taste it or eat it, I don't know. <laughs> they were gonna go. So all, all that said, um, we didn't see the mouse for a couple of I, I don't want to say days because yeah. Tony wouldn't let it go that far. I think the next day I did get some decon, right, and right. so. All that being said, I, I put that down in a couple days. I happened to um, look under the refrigerator, mm-hmm. and the poor mouse was dried up. When no was... poor mouse. <laughs> I want him dead. I want his family dead. I, I want, want his house burnt to the ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yes, that yeah. was that was my honeymoon story, and I have to say, Philip was my hero. He, he <laughs> protected me. <laughs> it didn't take much, and that was all within the first week yeah. of marriage. <laughs> we were off to a great start. Yes, we were. But um, you know, as time uh, went on, I mean, yep. we we went. Uh, we didn't have a washer dryer, so we take our clothes to the, um, laundromat. the laundromat. We yep. wash, and we go to a uh, grocery store on the weekend, and we had a routine. Now, I wasn't working. Right at the time, but Philip was working at Focus Hope, the same program that he graduated from. They actually hired him after graduation, right. which was an honor because they only asked eight 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 guys. Yeah, back. to come back. Yes, um, re- real quick, they were actually starting a two companies, mm-hmm. machining companies, in which they wanted us to be uh, part owners. And it was very, um, I think, forward thinking of uh, Father Cunningham and the rest of the staff to invest like that. But, yes, uh, I, along with seven of my classmates, were hired back. And then I was still working at Kmart right, part-time. Right. But tell them the raise you got working oh, at Focus yeah, Hope. Oh, that's right. That's right. You went from what to I, what? Well, in the program, since it was a CETA-funded program, for those of you who don't know that term, um, it was a government-funded fun- program, and we got $160 a week, equivalent to about $4 an hour. Um, well, when they hired us, they gave me a whopping 50 cent raise. We're in the big time. 450 an hour. We're balling. <laughs> <laughs> I was still clinging on to that 433 at Kmart. Um, you yeah. know, but, but that is what was, um, um, that's what our incomes were exactly. at that time. But that was about to change. Yes, um, yes, because yeah. uh, in 82, in the fall, uh, the country entered into a recession. Uh, that they were actually already, yeah. But but to the point, yes, we were going through recession, and jobs were getting more scarce. Yes, and his part time job at Kmart soon dried up. That's true. Yeah, uh, he still continued to work at Focus, at Focus Hope. Hope. Yeah, and unfortunately, I at that time only had a high school diploma, and so I didn't have a job. So let's do the math here. Um, he made a hundred and sixty. Uh, it was raised uh, four, well, whatever four fifty times forty would yeah. be. I think it was like two forty or something like that. Is that right? Yeah, about two forty a week is what I think I made. But after, after they taxes. took our taxes, about what a hundred and about one sixty. Yeah, something so like that. So yeah. let's do the math really quick. <laughs> um, if you say a hundred and sixty take home times. Four, we'll just say four weeks. We're looking at about three twenty hmm, six forty a month. Yeah, about six forty a month. Gotcha. Okay, here's where the math comes in. Our rent was two hundred dollars. Six forty. Our uh, car insurance was probably about two hundred dollars a month. We had gas back then. We had Michigan Bell, so we had a phone bill. We had to put gas in the car. We had to buy oil for the car because it burnt oil like crazy. Oh yeah. We had to pay for lights. Um, and if you start subtracting from six forty a month, you could probably see that um, we, we were had, in the negative. Yeah, <laughs> we had like what fifteen dollars for food or something. It, I don't was... think we had that much for food. <laughs> I'm so something had to give, and unfortunately, food had, had to, give. to give because in our minds we had to pay our bills. Exactly. I think we maybe had one credit card or something. We didn't have a whole lot of. But again, you guys get the point. We didn't have enough money for food. That's true. Um, we stopped going to the laundromat. Yep. And we basically stopped going to the grocery store. So you're probably wondering, well, how did you all survive? I would love to say we survived on love, but that would be a lie. <laughs> but the blessing came, and I have to say it was a blessing, that the church we were attending at that time, 12th Street 
Missionary Baptist Church had opened up a food bank. And they would give uh, food bags out for like $2. Yep. And in that food bag, we had peas, uh, pinto beans. Um, we had oatmeal. Um, lots of oatmeal. Yeah, lots of oatmeal. And during that time, the, the government gave out huge blocks of cheese. Yep. And my mother-in-law would get them because she and her husband were considered senior citizens yep. back then. So they had what they call the government cheese. <laughs> and so she would basically give us a block of that. And to be perfectly transparent, Philip and I survived on oatmeal yep. and beans and grilled cheese sandwiches. For about three or four months. So we got married in October. Yeah. I had lost that second job by, what, middle of November, 1st of December? Yeah, yeah. By first of the year, we financially could not afford the grocery store. So from, like, January to, like, March... We lived off of the church's bags of groceries yeah, for yeah. two dollars. Probably longer than that yeah, too. Yep. But uh, yeah, that's that's how we did it. And that's you know, looking back on it now, I guess maybe when you're young, you're just stupid and dumb because I really didn't worry about the fact that we didn't have enough money for food. In fact, our clothes we washed them in the yeah, bathtub. We sure did. I had some stiff <laughs> blue jeans. <laughs> they took about a week to. Dry. <laughs> had to maneuver to get <laughs> but, but you was, know yeah, going go through ahead, that yeah, yeah. It, I, I wasn't scared same here and like I said I guess I was just young and dumb because I just figured you just have to just kick in and do what you got to do and that's what we did um I knew that um I I, I assumed the role is being provided of, of the family and that has not changed so you know, I always strive to try and do a good job on my job and, and that was never a problem I was highly motivated at, at Focus Hope I brought the money home uh Tony was a good manager of money well I take that back. I'm getting, oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I hadn't no, learned no, that no, lesson no, yet no. <laughs> We have to be transparent here. It comes a little later. <laughs> Journey part 27. I, you know. <laughs> we did have a road to travel when it came to finances. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but that said, we did work together. Yes, we did. Um, that was something that we did as a couple. We worked together. So um, I never complained about the pinto beans or the oatmeal. And, of course, um, being in, in in Detroit and being around family, of course, mom and dad, you know, they would have us over for dinner, yeah. and they would always be shoving food at us, oh, you yeah. know. So, oh, so, yeah. so we didn't suffer from that standpoint, but we did have to pay our our bills. Yeah, and so and that's what we did. You know, we didn't borrow money from our parents, at, you know, nope. anything like that. We just just we just made it do. We, we did. made it work. We, we did. We made and, it work. And uh, looking back on it, I'm proud of us for doing that. When I'd wash the white clothes, I'd hang them up in the bathroom and I'd turn the heat <laughs> on. And you know, <laughs> yep. yeah, it, it's very it was very uh, humid in there. That's true. <laughs> and like that's and true. like Philip said, the blue jeans we just put on the you know. The, the in the basement where it was cold and damp, and we just put them down there for about a week, and then <laughs> usually dry. <laughs> but again, we got through that. We did. And so around March, you know, I said, okay, we we really need to start getting some extra income in. And so um, I d- went out and I found a job working at a, a real to real retail store in um, Northland. Northland, that's right. Lane and, Bryant. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. That's um, right. I wasn't a big girl then, but you know, hey, she gave me a job. Money is money. Exactly, exactly. But I hated that job because why? I had to work on the weekends, and I just hated it. But, you know, I had to go. I think there was something else with that, too. Well, I couldn't count. (laughs) (laughs) 
My drawer would so, always be so, short. So, so I would I would pick her up at night. I supposed to get out at nine. All the other cashiers out, and Tony's always coming out with the manager. No, no, no. What really happened was no one could leave until everyone's drawer was. <sighs> balance and of course <laughs> mine's was never balanced so I was like looking everybody was giving me the dirty looks because my drawer was always short and that's because I did not know how to even though it was an electronic machine but I put the wrong amount in I hated that job but again as Philip said money's money but a lot of times he'd pick me up supposed to get out at 9 10 o'clock on a good night it'd be 9 30 you that's know true. but uh, yeah it but it brought in a little extra money it you know did. it wasn't it full did. time but it brought in extra money. So I did that from like March to probably about June, Um, maybe July possibly. But something happened in the summer. Um, I found myself, I don't know, in, in, in Detroit, it gets really, it gets hot, but it doesn't get like hot, hot, but it gets very humid and hot. And one day I found myself kind of feeling like I had the flu and Mm -hmm. I just couldn't seem to keep anything down at all. I mean, I would you know, call out of work, and eventually they had to let me go because I couldn't seem to shake this thing. And and, uh, I just, it it was about a week, and I'm like, what is going on here? As you hear the theme music from Jaws (laughs) playing in the background, you know something's about to happen. (laughs) So so finally... I I go to the doctor and we and fortunately we had health insurance so right. I go to the doctor in fact I went to emergency because we didn't I, know what it was yeah, I thought that you were had, had virus oh, yeah, or something, something. Like that. Yep. and so I go in there and I'm I'm sitting with the the nurse and I'm she's asking me what's going on and I tell dun, her how dun. I'm feeling <laughs> and so you know I take a kind of test and everything and then I sit out in the waiting room and Philip says well, what do they say it's like I don't know they just taking these tests they said they'll tell me what's going on. About an hour later, because I was in the emergency room in Detroit, so, you know, an hour later, the nurse calls me back, and she says, congratulations, you're going to have a baby. Now, I'm sitting out in the lobby, <laughs> and Tony is very modest to say an hour. No, it was at least three hours there. And I'm sitting in there, and people are going in and coming out, and says, where, where, where's my wife? What's yeah, going on? Yeah. And so she finally comes out. And um, I guess you have to go down a hall or so. You had to go somewhere else to either take test or actually or I had to go because they were they were admitting me because I was dehydrated. Dehydrated. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And so she comes and and we're walking down the hallway and and she kind of taps me on the side and what did you tell me? I said, "Come on, Papa." And <laughs> about three or four seconds registered that my name ain't Papa. <laughs> <laughs> Or is it? <laughs> and so I look at her, and she gives me that smile, and I just kind of fall back against the wall. Yeah, you did. You did. And I said, really? She says, yep. I says, wow. <laughs> so, so come, yeah. Yep. So I found out I was summer. expecting our first baby. That's it. And uh, that was a shocker because I, I just, that was probably, I guess, again, young and dumb. I was 20 then, and I, well, maybe 19. I think it was 19. Yes. Um, but I just didn't think that was what it was. I just didn't even well, think about I mean, having a baby. And, and not, neither one of us having any real um, experience with no. that previously. You know, this is all new to us. Exactly, so, so, exactly. So getting that, in, getting that information was exciting. And then also the the gravity of it sinks in. But 
I, I was never yeah. af- afraid and or I guess, scared. And I guess I should have because, you know, in keeping it clean, being honeymooners, you know, honeymooners, you know, participate in certain activities quite a bit. So Regular. <laughs> Why I was surprised when I was expecting, I don't know. I mean, it's not like this is, we've done this before and nothing's happened. Yeah, so, yeah, but it was, it was, it was a shocker. I was shocked. And like Philip said, the gravity, when I, I was admitted for the hospital for about a week again, because I was dehydrated and everything. And I had an opportunity to think about what was happening, that there was a living being growing inside of me. Um, And then I think, I got scared. I, as as I think that anyone would. Yeah. I mean, we have been married, what, about nine months, eight, eight or nine months? Yeah, yeah. And now we're looking at the uh, real likelihood that we're about to grow our family. Yeah, the responsibility of having a child. Yes, yes. You know? and, and, you know, by that time I had gotten another job. Mm, I was at Not quite, not quite. It was a little bit later on. I she think. she she's correcting me, and I have to think about that. Yeah, but we're not gonna but, we're not gonna get that yeah. far. But um, again, so the summer kind of going on, and, and let me tell you, folks, for and I know women first trimester was horrible, and being the summer, I was miserable. Um, Philip continued to work, and even he took uh, what I call gigs, where he would play the drums oh, yeah, for different groups oh, to make Lord, extra that's money. Right. That's exactly <laughs> because right. I could not, I just couldn't because of that's the sickness. True. I just yep. couldn't work. Yep. So Philip was doing his hustle, you know, <laughs> trying to, to make ends meet. And I definitely appreciated him for doing that because, again, he was the hunter. And um, as toward the, the, the fall, you know, um, we had a, a, a nice change. Um, Philip had gotten an offer for another position. Is this uh, the one at production services? Yes, it is I, okay, now. I, I, okay, I thought so. Yeah. Yes. But that was nice because my pay bumped up from four fifty an hour <laughs> to a whopping six seventy an hour. Hey, we were now, in the money now, then. Yeah. Now, now doing the simple math um, <laughs> is that normally, if you want to know how much you make a year, you double your hourly mm-hmm. rate. So four dollars, four dollars an hour is like. Eight grand a year. Yeah. <laughs> Four fifty was nine grand a year. So six seventy five. We're up to over 12, thirteen thousand. Oh, wow. Almost thirteen. <laughs> what are we gonna do with all that money? <laughs> I know. Well, I know. about nine months with yeah, that. that we we'll know exactly be... what to do. But yeah, that was a blessing because you know, again, I couldn't work, and you know, bills were going up. You know, doctors' visits and things like that. And so, fast forward to March. Of 1984. Which we're going to put the cliffhanger because we want to um, keep that for the next episode. So we have to stay tuned. Stay tuned. For uh, the the continuation of the growth of Of the family family of (laughs) Philip and Tony Bugs. This episode was produced and edited by Miss Kay Simone. Cover graphics by Indefinite. Music by Miss K. Simone. So until next time, I'm Phil Bugs. And I'm Tony Bugs. Wishing you a wonderful week.